Welcome back to another episode of A Word in the Woods. I'm Liam. And I'm Tom. And today's episode, I want to talk about something that not many people talk about when they go to the woods, bushcrafters, campers in general. Yeah, it's all about gear, isn't it? Backpacks, yeah, it's gear, stoves, it, knives. You know, the payment. It's all about what you're buying, and, yeah. you know, what that kind of thing. But I wanted to talk about how do you poo in the woods? How do you poo? Poo, poo, poo. Poo, 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 Because... It's never talked about. It's never a thing. And we've no. been to places where people have camped and they've just dropped one on top of soil, put a bit of tissue over it and thought, oh, that'll do. But yet, those are the people that cry about people not picking up dog crap. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I get that you're in the woods. I get there's no toilet, right? But there's ways and means about it to get it gone. Well, yeah, because you don't want to be like coming across someone else's crap no. and walking through it, do you? But why would you want to come across your smell. own? Yeah. Because when you go to a spot, you go to that spot permanently. Yeah. You do go more than once, don't you? Yeah, of course right? you do, yeah. So once it's you a get a spot, you do. Especially if you've got permission, like we have on the land and stuff like that. You go repetitively to a same spot. Yeah. So yeah. why are you going to want to be walking through your own crap or your crap that stinks? Do you know what I mean? It's one of them conversations to have, in it? It's It sounds crude, but you sort of need to talk about it. Yeah. You, know, you don't see anywhere anyone explaining no. how to do it. it. Like I said, it does sound like a random subject. But it's a subject that we've thought about often, in a sense, yeah. especially when we've gone to other places that other people have been. And you've, like, say you've seen it, you're just a pile of crap out. It's like, well, I'm a camper here. Yeah. You're supposed to camp laid on the ground where you've crapped. Yeah, exactly. Hang on a second. It's not right, is it? It's no. not, you know, I use the uh, cold steel shovel. You bought one, didn't you, as well? Yeah, after the I bought one. Cold steel, Spetsnaz shovel. Spetsnaz shovel. And it's yeah. trench shovel. such a great utility tool to have. Dig a little hole, squat a quat. Yeah. Ready it. You can use a shovel as a way to lean. Way to lean. Toilet roll holder. You can use holder. a tree as a way to lean or a rock, big rock, and it's a toilet roll holder. Yeah. You you always best digging an hole for it, I aren't mean, you? I know the shovel itself is not the cheapest shovel out there. You can get them a lot it's cheaper. It's not bad, though, for 30 quid to no. say you can cook with it and everything. No, not at all. You can cook with it, dig with it, you can limb with it, you can split with it. It, it does everything, yeah. right? There's many times I've come to the woods and I've not brought a knife or an axe. Because I don't need one when I've got that. No. I can feather stick with it. Do you know what I mean? You can do everything with it. It's just such yeah. a solid... It's been proven on a loan, hasn't it, when yeah. Fowler used it? Fowler used it, yeah. yeah. And he still uses it to this day. Yeah. That's why I bought it, because I was watching him with it, and I was like, he's lightened his load so much. No knife, no axe. I mean, he does carry a knife, but mm. no axe. But it's a, it's a jack of all, master of none. That's it, yeah. Right? You can, as long as you're capable of utilising a tool smartly and safely get one yeah because why not yeah but like you say that's our go-to we need to go to the toilet in the woods take your shovel but even if they don't have that you can still use a dig stick you can do use a dig just, stick. just find a stick on the floor that's strong enough just to dig a little trench just a tiny little hole yeah and it'll be all big and you just drop away but it's not even like these days you can't buy those wet wipes that are biodegradable yeah you can buy all of that stuff so you can build it and it degrades yeah it's made for that reason yeah so I just can't seem to grab the concept of why you wouldn't do it. You're going to bring toilet roll and everything else. I've seen would it many anyways. a times, haven't we? Like, we'll travel wide where someone's been. Yeah. And you're like, that's just scruffy. It's just trampy, isn't it? Yeah. How, how like, do we you... We take sanitizer, don't we? Hand sanitizer, everything. But how do you expect people to go to the woods and enjoy the wilderness, right? When you're dropping craps everywhere. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not It's not a leave no trace mentality, is it? No, it's not at all. So it's all right doing a leave no trace mentality with all your rubbish, but that's rubbish. Yeah. Still rubbish, isn't it? That's it. But you've got families going through woods. 
stuff like that. I mean, the top of the woodland where we are, it's quite a popular place for people to walk, especially with the families in summertime and such like yeah, that. Yeah, it is, yeah. If my child walked past that or stood in it or anything like that, I'd be livid. Yeah. I'd be furious, mate. And if I caught the person that did it, they wouldn't be walking again. I tell you that now. Don't be it, boo. No. No, they'd, it they'd is. Be in, they'd be in a permanent squat position. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. And the issue about it is, if you can't do it properly, don't do it at all. Do you know what I mean? No. It, you, you're used to doing it at home. All right, yeah, granted, you have a toilet yeah. and a comfy seat. But we're not meant to use that. That's why they tell you, if you're struggling to poo, raise your knees. Yeah. So you're always meant to squat. Yeah. You are made to squat. That's the whole point of pooing. When we come to the woods, I have the best poo ever. Oh, I do. Every total time. empty, innit? Total, total empty. Total empty. You feel like, I know I'm a chubby lad, but I lose a stone when I come here. Because yeah. it's just... It's... Literally, I get here after about five minutes of being here. You're like, you need a crap yet? I'm like, yep. Does, yeah. does Tom does Tom shit in the woods? It does yes, Tom shit does. in the woods? That's the go-to question, isn't yeah. it? But when you're at home and you take a crap, do you leave it just sat in the toilet? Do no, you not flush no, it? Exactly. It's you the same get rid thing, of it, don't you? It's the same thing, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because why would you want to smell that in your house or why would you want to look at that in your house? You don't, yeah. do you? If that's the way you're doing it in the woods, you may as well just squat on floor at home and just drop one. Yeah. Because that's the mentality and that's the person you make me think you are. Yeah. Scruffy, isn't it? Yeah. So how are we supposed to entice people to respect the wilderness and everything else if those who do come out and say they respect it don't? Yeah. You're as bad as them dog walkers that bag it up and sit it on a wall or dangle it in a tree and you're just like, that plastic bag is just as bad Yeah, as leaving the crap. Yeah. I'd rather you take a bag, crap in it and take it home yeah. or take it to a local bin. I know it's not always, the, the thing is, I get it. A lot of people, like most people probably sold it in because it's cold. Sometimes yeah. it's cold and you're like, I don't want to go. Yeah. It's too cold. I don't know. I enjoy it, mate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. With pendulum oh, in that like... breeze just tickling your pubic hairs yeah. and your necks. Oh, oh, yeah. It's like God just reaching under and just going, I got you. I yeah, got you. I got you supported, mate. It's <laughs> one of them, isn't it? Yeah. But... You just find a nice little comfy comfy spot to squat. That's all it is. But you don't even have to do that. You can go to the range. You've got many places now that have a toilet bucket. Yeah. That's got a proper toilet seat on it, right? You just put a bag in it, crap in it. Wrap it up, take it home. Yeah. Everywhere you go, woodland these days, there is a bin on the edge of the woodland. You will walk past the bin on the way. It's sheer laziness. It is. That's all it is. It's it's down to bone idle, lazy yeah. people. But as you said, people don't want to do it. So what they do is they come out for a night out, right? And they're like, oh, I need, I need to go. Six hours later, you ain't holding that anymore. No. You just, uh, uh, you're just rushing. Just yeah. go. Yeah. Walk off. Find yourself a secluded Thing spot. Thing is, if you're into wild camping and bushcraft, there's no stopping you making a toilet. There's no stopping no. you. If people want to request us to do a video on how we'd make a toilet, we'll do it. Yeah. Just let us know in, in comments, but, but we can, can do it. pop-up tents that they buy for caravans and stuff now that's a toilet. Yeah. So like I say, if you bought one of them that packs to nothing, and then you bought one of them buckets, I know the bucket's going to be a bit of an awkward carry, but if you go into the same spot all the time, leave it there. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Leave it in your shelter. Leave it in a, in a certain spot, buried or hidden or whatever you want to do. Just don't ever be worried about people seeing you. It's an, it's a natural thing to do. You need to go. You need to go. If someone see me, I mean? I'd wave at them. Yeah. Do you mind coming and rubbing me back while yeah. I do this? I'm straining. Do you want to wipe for me? It's yeah. a bit messy down here. That's it. Yeah, there's no need to worry about no, it. No, Especially if you're somewhere remote enough. Do you know what I mean? But I don't People always get worried. They're twitching. Like, I understand if you're in a really public area where there's a lot of walkers and stuff, right? But if you're staying out for the night, Surely to God, 
you've got a time at night to go. Yeah, it's going to be dark, but you should have an head torch. Yeah. So just go. Yeah. And if you're only going for the day, yeah, hold it. Because you're going to go home at some point, so go home and do it. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's been times that we've been here and it's got to a certain time and we've just come for the day and it's like, let's say we're leaving at five o'clock and it's half past three, four o'clock and I'm like, ooh, I could do we're going. I think, mm, I'll push it off because I'm going home. Yeah. I don't need to go in the woods because I'm going home in an hour. Yeah. So th there's no need for me to go. Even if you forget tissue, you, there's no reason to not bury it. No. Do you know what I mean? You can still bury it. Yeah, definitely. If you can't wipe, all right, it's probably not the best scenario, no, no. but if that's what's got to happen, that's what's got to happen, hasn't it? Clinkers. You get a wash when you get home. Clinkers everywhere. We get a shower every time we get home. Every woods. time. Even just a home. day trip. Yeah. Go home, get a shower. You just feel fresh, don't you? You've been dealing with wood, dirt, yeah, off you've fire, smoke. maybe broke a sweat while you've been walking. Exactly, all that kind of stuff. So you, you should be getting a shower when you get home. You should be getting a wash, no matter what. Whether you've used sanitizer or whatever, washed your face or anything in the woods, you still want to go home and have a shower. Yeah. No matter what you right. But it's just the simplicity of stop crapping on the top. Yeah. Dig and hole. Yeah. I want to know how everybody else poos. Yeah. I want them to let me know how they do it because I know it sounds crude and weird, but there's got to be other ways yeah. that people do it. That they might. Have you seen that thing? It came up on Facebook. I was looking scrolling through one time, and it were, it were basically it showed a guy with a sling around tree that turned into like a seat around yeah. his back, lower back, so you can lean back and crap. So right. like a support. I think it was called the poo swing or something. Poo swing, a bit like poo a hammock. swing. Yeah, it's like a little mini hammock that just hooks around your back. Yeah, like a little climbing bit, a bit of climbing gear. It's like that, and you just sort of lean back. And it sort of takes you away. That's a good idea. Now there's no reason or there's nothing stopping you making your own. No. If you if it's that if that's the issue, like you might get people that are a bit older, they've got weak knees. It's like, let's face it, yeah. even me, right? At 34 year old, I struggle to yeah. get back up sometimes. sometimes. Get, you're like, oh my knees. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just there's a way. There's got to be a way for you to be able to do it. And I want to know how you do it. Do you carry a toilet? Do you do this? Even those who don't do bushcraft who go camping on paid sites. I know a lot of them don't have toilets at times. No. Or the toilet might not be fleeing you, might be absolutely yeah, busting. Far, far away, yeah, anything like that. Fishermen, anything, because, you know, those are the overnight fishers that go, the carp fishermen, who can fish for three, four days at a time. You can't tell me you go fishing for three, four days and you don't go to the toilet. Yeah. Mate, and when I was self-employed, right, we went to this house, we were doing like a garden build. It was like, sort of like our cabin, but minus the walls. So it was like a little... Outhouse kind of oh, thing, like an awning, like an awning, gazebo. Yeah. like a gazebo, yeah, built yeah. proper built-in gazebo. Yeah. And we got to this place, and bearing in mind the person we were doing it for wasn't there, right? So they went in, they'd left when we got there, yeah, made sure we're all right and left. And we're doing everything, and I'm thinking, where's the closest Mac is? Nah, looking, see if there's anywhere I could go. And I'm thinking, oh, can't go in the back garden. There's people here working. There's houses everywhere, right? So I jumped in back at van. Every Everyone will be able to relate oh, to this, this, especially if you're like a joiner or a builder yeah. or all like that. I've jumped in back at van, I found a bucket, and I had a load of like liner bags that we use for stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just put it in it, and I'm there like looking out that front window. You could just see it from window. Yeah. And I just went, mate. It, do you know when it's got to happen? It's got to yeah, happen. It's got on happen. It. So I had to then tie it bag up. The van stunk. I bet it did. Honestly, it smelled like a rotting body. I thought, yeah. if anyone else comes in this van to get a tool out, <laughs> I nearly sent someone here. Yeah, go get that saw, mate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's that smell? Your breath. <laughs> your breath. You know what I mean? But I, I had to go. Nose is too close to your ass. Yeah, what do you do? And that's awkward because it were only a small like caddy van. So you're like low down trying to squat on a bucket. Yeah. Bucket's cracking everywhere. You know what I mean? From my well, ass. See, My brother did, um, what a career driver, wasn't he? They were doing like 12 hour days driving from like here to Scotland and stuff and back. Mm. Yeah. Where do you go in the middle of motorway? Or when you've been out for 12 hours, if you've got to go, you've got to go. Oh, yeah, the yeah. bucket in the back. 
He had a bucket in the back and a bit of bleach, and that was his go-to. Because what else do you do? Yeah. So like, if you go past the services, yeah, you're going to go to the services, obviously. But let's say you're in the middle of nowhere in Scotland, going down back roads to deliver to a company. What are you doing? I know. I mean, if you've got a way to wash your hands, you wash your hands, don't you? But we carry hand sanitizer yeah. for hand that, sanitizer, don't we? yeah. Just in case, it's a good backup to but have in your bag. All you need is a little bottle of hand sanitizer and it'll last you ages. Yeah. You don't need to blast It helps get rid of bacteria. It. Yeah. As long as you're not piercing through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not fingering it. You're not, you're not clawing it. Yeah. <laughs> you start, you've got long nails, you've had it. Yeah. You need to wash. Yeah. But if you've got long nails, you're a woman and you should know how to wipe. Yeah. <laughs> Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. You're doing it all the time. Delicate palm it. Yeah. Delicate palm, palm it. It's like eagles go like... Yeah, you don't want to be bit. doing that. Oh, yeah. Runway no. down your fingers. You don't no. want runways. That's it. But I just can't seem to get my head around why people don't talk about it or why no. people don't... It's not a topic, is it? It's just think not a topic. About it. it's, I mean, everyone's got to think about it. Everyone's got to be like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? Those newcomers who've never done bushcraft before are camping. Must be a question they need to know. Yeah. thing is, if you don't ask the question, you don't learn. But who do you ask? Exactly. Who do you feel comfortable going to ask when you've just started camping or just started bushcrafting? Uh, guys, you know, where do you take a crap? It's like saying, are you a scruncher or a folder? That's it, yeah. Three sheet, four sheet, one sheet, yeah. one sheet. Folder me. plenty. Folder me. Yeah, folder. Always a folder. Folder. Two pieces I can get about 16 wipes out of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Use my little <laughs> finger and just balance it on the end. Yeah. Yeah, you start neat, it finishes neat. Finishes neat. Scrunch it, mate. All you're doing is smudge, smudge, smudge. <sighs> but when you scrunch it, right, you just wipe it. It's just everywhere. You let go, it goes. Yeah, you just you can't fold it then. It's the same piece but, again. But all you've done is you've just wiped it. Yeah, it's just not a right thing to do. No. But do you wipe from the front or the back? Back. 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 Yeah. Yeah. We can, I can't wipe from front, mate. <laughs> I'll be fighting with knackers before I get there. <laughs> just separating them. But like, like, like a Rocky fight. <laughs> 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 Mr. T. Mr. T. I ain't getting no plane. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, woman. Hey, woman. <laughs> Fighting myself. The, now, this is the kind of thing you're going to hear quite often on this podcast, is mm. random questions like this that nobody talks about. Because they don't. You search it on YouTube. There'll be nothing that comes nothing, up. Not a thing. Search it on Google. Nobody's going to tell you. No. You're not going to find a thing for it. Right, no. but then you walk. If it like, is, it's too prim and proper and professional, and it's that's not. It, yeah, it's not realistic. No, whereas, like I say, when you walk into the range, there is buckets to go in, right? And especially if you're a woman, for instance, let's say, right, you squat for everything. Yeah, but even weeing, you can buy a shiwi. You can buy a shiwi, right? There's options out there because mm. companies have thought about this. Yeah, right. Companies have thought about it, but the people doing it aren't. That's no. the problem. So these companies have made this product for you to use, yet you're not using it, and it's not expensive. I think them buckets were fiver. Them shiwis are about three quid on three Amazon. Three quid, yeah. What do you mean? We got them before. Makes me want one. I don't even need one. Yeah. I just want it because it looks cool. It still looks cool, yeah. Yeah. Like, God, that's a good invention, yeah. that. Can they do it other way around now? So I have to squat. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have a wee she? <laughs> a wee she. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So now we're going to get into some scenarios. Some scenarios. Some scenarios. So, Think you're ready? We'll see, won't we? So take it away. Right. Who would I call if I needed help burying a dead body? Me. Definitely you, innit? There's no qualms about it being me. I've got my shovel ready to go. You've buried about 20 already, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, definitely. I remember you ringing. Snakes, you've buried them, I know. Yeah. I remember you ringing me one day about something that had gone on with your family. And I was sat on my doorstep for an hour, ready to go. Sat there like that. I what? Because I was like, that's my family too. Yeah. Are, we, are we touching? Yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? Who dare you? Sat there with Negan back like that. Oh, jacket on, ready to go. I was sat there with that big bat that I'd made that yeah. I carved. Yeah, that big wooden one. Yeah. yeah. I thought if, if I get hold of them, I was furious, mate. I was yeah. as mad as you probably were. Yeah. And there's no way. That's you... it. It's one of them, isn't it? Like, who do you call in one of them scenarios where it's like imagine imagine you've accidentally like murdered someone yeah. by accident, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I know it's not ideal, but imagine if you have. Yeah. Like, who would have your back? Yeah. And help you cover it up. I remember ringing you, like, anything, like, to stop me from trying to kill someone or stop me from yeah. going to kill yeah, someone. Like, or you, someone. Everyone's got to have that friend that will prevent them doing something silly yeah. and help them cover help up them something cover silly. Some, yeah. Well, I've rang you many times, like, listen, you need to get in now because if you don't and I get older someone, I'm going to jail. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you've been there, boom, for 20 minutes. Sound. Yeah, because everybody gets, gets like, yeah. heated up. And, it, you know it's what I mean? like that feeling of when you're upset, you want your mum. Yeah. I don't care how old you are as a bloke. You could be 90 and you were upset and you want your mum. Yeah. You just want to cuddle with your mum, yeah, don't you? Of course you do, yeah. You know what I mean? If I'm furious and ready to hit someone or something like that, right? Or I need someone to help me, you need your pal. Yeah. That one pal. There's yeah. not what two pals, there's not three pals. Especially if one. you know that they would do something just as stupid as yeah, you. Definitely. So then if they're talking you down, you know there's a reason they're talking yeah. you down and not talking you. Because they're it. in that little bit more of a, a they're not hot headed like you. No. But they do the same as you. Yeah, they agree. But with they've you. got your back. Like, so they're saying, no, 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 let's just take a breather. We'll come back to it. Like you've agreed with me on the many situation I have with you. But at the same time, it's like, for instance, when we went shopping, you rang me up that day. Rah, 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 and I'm like, shut up, being yeah. Davy. I'll talk to you in a bit when you've calmed down. Yeah. You and, that it. It. and I'm yeah, like, shut yeah, up. I'll talk yeah. to you in a bit when we calm down, when I see you on bus. Right? Yeah. Anybody else? They're going, oh, 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 and start gobbing back. And had an argument then. Right? All, all you're like, doing is fueling fire. And all I like is, are you right in your head, you? Yeah. Sort your swede out, wind your neck in, I'll speak to you in an hour, mate. Yeah. Love you, bye. Yeah. And that's what it was. It's one of them, innit? It? Two wrongs don't make a right. right. So all you're doing is fueling fire. Yeah. Don't get One of you needs to be cool-headed in a scenario. An hour later, when we finished work, we were sat on bus laughing. Yeah. You were going, sorry, mate. I'm like, what? You don't need to be sorry. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing to be sorry about. Yeah. You've had a crappy day. One little thing just pushed you that little bit over edge. And yeah. I was your first port of call. It's like when you were your partner, innit? Your partner's the first person to get it. Yeah. Without a doubt. But you don't mean to. No. You're just like, ah. And that's it's how they deal with it that makes them so like like a best friend yeah like me it. and you how yeah. we deal with it 100 percent. in fact the other day you were a bit down like we struggled to record last week because we built this the mics weren't working properly so many ups and downs and you were again. so depressed like i'm just gonna stop and i was like shut up we'll be all right yeah the thing is we're learning yeah we're learning as we go. We've bought new equipment. We're trying this. We've built we'd, we'd literally cabin. not eaten properly for three days. Three, four days. And after an hour of me not eating properly, mate, I'm on one. Yeah. And, and I'm like, well, like I say, we carried all this. We've done all this. And you were just sat there. You could see it in your face. You were like, I just don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. It was like you were ready to just not podcast again. And I yeah. was like, no way. No. It's not happening. These people need us. Yeah. They need us for they entertainment, need, mate. They need us to tell them that. I words. need us just to vent, just to yeah. get it off my chest, <laughs> what I think it. about everyone. Yeah. That's it. We need. They need yeah. us to tell them how to poo in the woods and we need them just to listen to us rant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, so I have a question for you. Cool. This has been playing on my mind for a while and I'm just thinking, it's one of my favourite all-time classic films. Let right? me get prepared then. Most, pe most people love this film. You see it all the time in bushcraft groups and everything. So Rambo. Right. Right. Do you think, realistically, could he have survived? In the scenario you were putting, the knife you were using is tools to hand in a Canadian wilderness. Could he have realistically survived in that scenario? Yes and no. It's one of them, innit? Yeah. Like, I don't know. He got an injury, didn't he? Yeah. He fell, caught a tree, ripped his arm clean open. Yeah. He stitched it up there in the field. Dirty hands, the lot. 
That's one no-no. That's an infection straight away, though. Yeah. It's like... He got shot in head. Let's talk for instance, right? So, we watched Joe's Survival. Yeah. Um, where he cuts his own arm, Dave. Canterbury does. Yeah. And they use the black powder yeah. to get it up, right? But their main protocol after that is infection. Yeah. And they're so over-cautious with they're it. They're checking it constantly. And they're and only there for two dressing. days, three days. Yeah. How long were Rambo out there for? So basically, right, it starts off, doesn't it? It gets caught by police. The, well, they don't get caught. They take him in for no reason at all. Yeah. They shave him, wash him. He breaks out. Yeah. Speeds off on a motorbike. Straight into but middle of nowhere. Right? Somewhere you straight don't into know, nowhere. Not comfortable he doesn't know where. He doesn't know the don't area. Clue. I get it. He's trained one of yeah. the best of the best. Yeah? Yeah. In them scenarios. But he comes off his bike. He's got a vest top on. And it's freezing. All he finds is literally a piece of material that he cuts and turns into like a little jacket with his arm still showing. It's freezing. Like I get he's got a, yeah, I get he's got adrenaline. Everybody knows you once you finish hiking and you stop, you're like, I'm red hot. Then after about ten minutes, 10 you're minutes freezing. freezing. You're freezing. But you're wet from sweat. Yeah. You're wet from raining or whatever. You're cold. Yeah. Especially in Canada, in the scenario of where you what, it wet. Yeah. It won't dry. Yeah, and he won't it were going up mountains and that, won't you? Port mountains, yeah. it's cold. It's cold. It gets colder. You know I mean? So it, he gets two injuries. He's got a makeshift jacket on. Mate. There's no way of surviving. There's no way it could have survived if he didn't have the injuries. Yeah. I'm not disputing that. Or if he had a jumper on or a coat on or something like that, right? The scenario in itself could have been survivable. And he's been hunted. Exactly. He's been hunted, mate. So, so he's got that to tell you. It's with. not like you can build a shelter, get a shelter done, and stay in the same spot unless you find a perfect place where they ain't going to find you. But they've got dogs chasing you and stuff. Yeah. If I'm right, they've got dogs out there yeah, sniffing yeah. him out. So yeah. where do you hide? That's it. But he doesn't then, though, does he? He literally he, he sets up traps. Now, what my question is, is, right, he didn't have any cordage. How's he set up traps? Now, we know you can, we can use roots and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you can like use that. roots and that. But, mate, he had, but have you got the time? It's like that. It literally a click of a finger, yeah, and he's got these traps up. That's what makes it a film, though, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? I get, I get it's a film, yeah. But the question is, could he have survived realistically in that scenario? In the long term, possibly. If it had been a longer scenario, like he'd have had more time to prep, get his roots that to turn into twine and stuff like that, or X, Y, Z, then maybe so. But or if he used his jacket as cord, that's yeah, what yeah. he made. He could have yeah. cut. I get that. He could have cut that into strips. But, but the the issue that I have is. In a scenario where you're being hunted, you cannot have a fire. He gets a fire going. You can smell that from a mile away. Yeah. And we cooks all know food. Can. Yeah. We, you can be south home, four streets away, someone can be having a tiny little fire. You can smell it, mm. right? There's ways and means to survive, as we know. With, you know, with the hobby that we have in general, we can do bits and bats, but we're going prepared. Yeah. You go in with a, with a bag full of gear, yeah. ready to go, twine, paracord, bank line, I get threads. the will to survive beats the skill to survive, right? You can have all the skill in the world, but if you've got a stronger willpower, you'll survive, right? But how far is your willpower getting you, right, when you're hypothermic? Yeah. You've got no food. Two injuries. Two injuries. No cordage, no nothing. Your willpower ain't getting you far, mate. No. Right? If you're dual survival, yet again, they go into it. There's no injuries. No. So you, you're fresh-minded. You're ready to go. He's not in the right frame of mind to start thinking, oh, I need to do this, this, this. I don't care how trained you are. My first port call is they're behind me. Yeah. You know they're behind you. Yeah. So how are you going to stop to do anything? To start stripping trees and making traps and making twine and stuff. 
not an easy task. And have you seen his knife? Exactly. I remember, do you know what it is? I remember when I first started coming camping and that, people were buying that knife as an actual mm. survival knife because it was classed as survival knife. There's oh. a difference between a survival knife and a logical knife yeah. that you're going to use. You would not, you can't baton with that. No. All right, you're to carve a few things, this and other, but it's it's just, it's not fundamentally strong enough no. to do the job. It's no. just not going to happen. No. It's not going to happen. It's like, for instance, um, Crocodile Dundee's knife. Yeah. Right? Big Bowie knife. It's not practical. No. It's, it's massive. Not, it's not practical. No. It, you know, you see a lot of these people, like on Facebook and everything else, carrying these massive machetes and stuff, and it's like, is that a practical way to carry? No. No. Right? In essence, you'd be better off carrying a more Eldris. Yeah. Than somewhat 16 foot long. 16 foot long. It's, yeah. it's like carrying a long sword from back in the day, isn't it? You know his knife, though, his knife is based off him using it with a survival kit that's in the handle, which, yeah, I mean, come on. How many people have them little mini survival kits in the backpacks that never gets touched? No. It never gets touched, or, ever. Or it does get touched and you never replace it. Yeah. You never replace the bits out of it. You it, use that bit of cordage. The dude just, it, it's more of a gimmick like the knife. It is just a gimmick. Yeah, it's just a gimmick, that knife. Yeah. It's like your med kit, for instance, right? Your med kit, you end up using some out of it, and you can guarantee the next time you go out, you always forget to replace it. Yeah. Guarantee, then you go back and replace it then. Yeah. Right? But there's always a trip, the following trip, you forget to replace stuff, right? Your knife, inch sharpened, inch dropped. He's lobbing away at stuff and doing all this, that, and the other. You're telling me his knife has still kept its edge. I know. And have you seen his knife? It's got a saw. It's like a saw back on it. Saw back on they it. They don't saw. No. It, it probably creates a groove at a push. Yeah. That's it's all just, they're made for it, though. Yeah. It's made to make a little groove or a mark, yeah. for instance. So, oh, yeah, measure that to there. Yeah. Or a measurement. Yeah, it, that's what it's for. But, no, he's dead. Yeah. It, it, plain and simple, the guy's stone cold dead under a fern, right, with a leaf over him, freezing. Yeah. Right? He is. Arm gushing with blood, infection running through his veins. He's done. Yeah, he is. If he happened to survive, then he gets to the town, doesn't he? Yeah. He steals um, an army wagon. That's the one. Gets to the town and then starts just smashing and burning the town to bits. Like, literally, where are the people? Yeah. There's got to be some people about it. The town, I know it's a set, but come on. But it's then the fact that it keeps following on. Yeah. The film changes every time and every time he survives, and I'm like, hang on a second. You get shot to high heaven, you get caught up, you're in. Like, what's the one where he's in Thailand, is it? Is it the Thailand one? Where yeah, a I think, is it, which snakes catch Oh, no, rock, uh, Rambo, it's called. Yeah, Rambo, in it. right? Hang on a second, yeah? If you get shot and cut up in Thailand, mate, you're done. Yeah. You are, there's, there's no way, right? I just can't seem to get the concept of how he keeps going. I get it's a film. It's a one-man army. You've got, like, Commando and everything else. I get it's a one-man army, and it is just a film. But the talk is, could would he survive? I believe no. No, not a chance. No. Brilliant a... film, don't get me wrong. One of my all-time classic films. Amazing. Yeah, it is a brilliant it's film. Amazing. It's something that I will watch over and over again. But even then, when I'm watching it, I'm going, dead. Yeah. Okay. Now, that's the thing. When I watched it when I was younger, your mind it was polluted. You believe in it. You're like, oh my God, yeah. this is amazing. So enthralled. Oh, go on, Rambo. Go on, John yeah. Jay. Do you know what I mean? Now I'm watching it. I'm like picking it apart because of what I know. Because yeah, we know. Knowledge is power, but knowledge ruins things exactly. as well. Exactly. It ruins your, your imagination. Yeah. There's many a film it like that though. Um, I recently watched from I can't remember it was. We might have watched it together, and something happened, and I just kind of looked at you and went, "Well, he's dead." <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he were walking away, and they were like, "Well, 
in real life, how does that work? Yeah. You know, these films are supposed to be, I suppose back in the day, they weren't as believable as they are nowadays. The storylines have upped the game a lot. Yeah. And the storyline back in them days isn't as believable as it was, shall we say, because we know more. A lot more people are more educated than a lot of stuff. Yeah. And everyone that's listening to this will probably be thinking the same thing as we are now. Rambo would be dead. Yeah. You know, or even if he's not dead, he's got such a bad infection or he's so cold or... Oh, he's seriously poorly. He's seriously poorly. When it comes to... But at the end, he just gets walked off, still a bit angry. Yeah. Like, like, what? Are you serious? He didn't... I don't... He fell... Didn't he fall asleep for about five minutes or something? He literally has had no sleep, a bit of food. I mean, where did his water come from? Because if you're eating food, you know yourself. He's been legging it through these woods. He's dehydrated to death, yet he's eating. You wouldn't do that because you wouldn't be, your body wouldn't be able to break it down. You'd be more dehydrated. No, I'm not disputing the fact that in Canada they've probably got cleaner water sources than most of us have. Yeah. So you probably don't have to fill up yeah, the Yeah, I suppose he's probably just, he's just drank what he's found because he's it doesn't matter. He's on the move. He's so on the move. Yeah. But he's even he's probably got a good 24 or 48 hour before yeah. you start to notice. And, been and even then, a lot of places over there is like glacial runoff. Not glacial runoff, shall we say, but mountain runoff and yeah. stuff like that. So it's a lot cleaner water. Yeah. Right than what we've got in the UK, because you ain't finding me drinking out of anything just off a no, floor around here. No. There's not a chance. You've got a lot of farms, and A lot of farms. Pesticides. And... Right? So, in that kind of sense, I can see where the water wouldn't be as much of an issue. And as you say, even if the water, you've got 48 hours-ish. Yeah. Right? But how many days were they actually out there? It's a bit hard to work out that, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, what can you recall? Two or three. Two or three. So he's on the verge of you know, something going on. Well, yeah, because they say, what is it, 72 hour? Yeah. That, that's if you're missing. So 72 hour, if they don't find you after then, you're dead. Yeah. That's what they say, you're dead. Yeah. Especially in those kind of environments. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Right? Where are you surviving? Where are you keeping warm? Where's your food coming from? Right? I know there's, you know, stuff you can pick and stuff like that. When you watch alone, they become vegans in a sense because they can't eat meat. Foraging, yeah. Foraging. But they're not doing too much strenuous work. Yeah, they're just laying about. They're aren't laying they? about. The 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 conserving their energy, conserving everything like that. Right? How do you go on? We're running. We we've built this cabin the other day, and we were so poorly. It felt like yeah, because we hadn't eaten. Drain. We didn't stop working. We didn't drink enough. Right? You're supposed to drink two and a half liter of water a day. As a human being, our water, our body is better water. Yeah. So if you're not drinking at least a liter a day, you're in. Big, big no-no land. Yeah. Where, where do you go? Where is your mind going to keep you moving forwards? Yeah, exactly. You've got to dig deep. No, you've got to dig deep for that. Dig deep. The will beats the skill. That's it. That's probably the 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 thing behind all this. His will, regardless of his skill, was the thing that kept him alive. But I don't think my will could keep me going that long. Don't know. That, that's why, like when I know Joe Survival again, but that's going back to it. That's why Cody and Dave did so well. Yeah. Because one got low mooded and mm. started thinking, like you were saying, oh, like, I don't know if I could. Like with us. One of them would have the banter yeah. and they sort of bring them back. Yeah. I suppose that's like where me and you managed to get this done and a lot of other projects that we've done in the woods is we do keep each other going. Yeah. So I suppose if I were with you, I reckon I'd be all right. But on your own, in your own solidarity, in your own head, unless you are used to that scenario and you've got nothing else going on in your life and everything else, and that can be your main focal point. If I'm being chased, I'm thinking about my wife, my kids, this, that, and the other, and everything else. 
while also thinking about being chased and stuff. Mate, I'm thinking about UK Friday and I'd be like, oh, I'm so hungry, I'm yeah, dying. Exactly. <laughs> You've only been here three hours, I'm dying. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? That's for me. There's, there's, it just seems like a domino effect yeah. of what can go wrong. And your mind, your mind is the most lethal weapon against yourself. Yeah. You are the worst. Thing. You're your own worst enemy. Your own worst enemy, that's the one. Yeah. No, I just I would. I'd be thinking food all the time. Yeah, that's all that's it. I'd be thinking food, right? I don't drink a lot of water, we know I don't. I'm not the biggest drinker, am I? Right? I drink enough to keep me going, keep me healthy and everything like that. But in that kind of scenario, I'd be like, I'm dying. Yeah, you'd need water more than food. I'd be food. thirsty, yeah. It's a rule of three, isn't it? I'm chubby enough to go three days without food, do you know what I mean? But I'd need water. Yeah. Constant. Yeah. You need a constant supply of water feeding you, in a sense, right? Yeah. If you're down chopping trees, building traps, running away, scouting, climbing this and doing this, that and the other, you're expelling a lot. Yeah. A lot. Imagine when your throat, you know, when it starts getting tickly dry to the point where you can barely swallow. It's like when you've not eaten, you get that gas burn in your throat and your chest. I freeze. You can't move at times. It hurts that much. Mm. It like, knocks you up, doesn't it, in a sense? Yeah. But let us know what you guys think. I think, I suppose we're bushcraft mainly. So we have a lot of different... Yeah, we're more of a settle. Let's settle down. Yeah. Settlers, aren't we? So yeah. we're like, we build a shelter and chill out for a bit. That's it, yeah. We wouldn't be like, oh, let's run, go and get it done no. and all that lot. But I suppose those hiking campers, which hike 15, 20 mile camp and hike 15, 20 mile camp, those are the kind of people who, how do you feel after that? How does it feel setting your tent up? Because I get to a point where I'm like, tent gone, I just lay on the floor. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas we build this, it's done now. We come here, we set up, we're done. Yeah. Chop a bit of wood, we chill out, we have a laugh. Don't get me wrong, we carve some bits and we might do some extra bits on the shelter and stuff. But we're done. Yeah. We don't, I ain't walking 20 mile. I'd be dead after five. Yeah. I know. I know. That's the thing, isn't it? <laughs> my knee, I can feel it in my knee already. Oh, I'm I've like, seen in oh. your, face, your face literally will 15, 20 mile, my knee were hurting just thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. I've seen it like twigging your brain, like, Whoa. That's it. You have to be physically fit, yeah. don't you? Yeah. You have to be physically fit. That's it, I suppose. I mean, yeah. he is, he's ex military. The, will, just the willpower is a massive thing, as you say, but you've got to have the physicality as well to go with your, with yeah. your mental state. If, if your mental state is saying, do it, do it, do it, but your body physically can't, you're on a losing streak straight away. It's then. like Castaway, innit? It's Castaway. He's obviously got a strong personality anyway. Yeah. He's like the owner of yeah. FedEx or whatever he is, innit? Yeah. He's got a strong personality, strong character. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's running operations. That's it. So that's obviously his drive. If, if you just, I mean, I, I am a negative Nelly. Let's face it, I am. I, but the thing is, the way I think is it's, I pick all the negatives, right? And then give me about, 15, 20 minutes, and I'll find the solutions yeah, to find them. The solutions to them yeah. I'll whinge about them yeah. to the build-up, but then suddenly, it's like a light bulb moment in my head, I'll come up with a solution. Well, I've got one for you then. So we're on about Rambo, so it's a bit of a random one, but the films just popped into my head. I remember watching it years ago when I was younger. Is it Swiss Family Robinson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they get shipwrecked and they build that massive house with pulleys and stuff like yeah, that, and, yeah. up and I'm like, all right, that's fine. We could do that. We're yeah. experienced in building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose back in the day that that was filmed, people did build a lot of their own stuff as well. But, ow. Yeah. You've got your kids to think about, your family to think about. You're trying to get to a point of where 
you're living comfortably in such a wild environment, somewhere you do not know. We know our environment. We know our woodlands. We know the UK. We know the wildlife and stuff. Same as Americans will know that all their wildlife and everything like that. Let's drop you into the most random place ever with your wife, your five kids or whatever. Mm. You survive. I battle with my kid now and he's won. Oh, no. I'm arguing with him. Do you know what I mean? It's worse when your kids are in the mix. Isn't it? Exactly. Because you've got a... I mean, you sort of like anyone that's an adult, you can sort of leave. Yeah, you yeah. Show them something, leave them be. Yeah. Like we showed Dom. Yeah. The more diplomatic as well. You can try and explain something or tell them to do something and give them a reason why, and they'll understand that reasoning. Yeah. Whereas your kids, they don't want to clean no. the bedroom in the best of times. No. Never mind. Listen, I need you to build this for me. You proper right. need to pander to them. Yeah. Everything they do. Exactly. Especially this day and age. And you've got to warn them, don't go near this, don't go near yeah. that. Because in that scenario, you're in the middle of nowhere. You don't. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. So. Led Stafford did one, didn't he? He went to a well, deserted island with his kid. wife and his yeah. kid, and his kid were only about three. Three, yeah, yeah. Three or four, something like that. But the graft he had to go through to get that water source where he did it with the bamboo pipeline. Yeah, because she's caring for kids. Exactly. So he's doing all the work. Hunter gatherer. Yeah. Homemaker. So that's it. You need to find your designated roles, shall we say. Like yeah. we had back in the day when we were tribes and everything like that. We all had a designated thing. You had your hunters, you had your gatherers, you had this, you had that, you had your everyone had a position they were in right question for you then right go on do you think nowadays anybody could do it looking at the no, world the way it is not now anybody. it's not going to happen chance. nowadays not is it chance. I, I bet you 99% of the population would be gone yeah right because they haven't got the the mental no. the, the mental capacity to do it anymore no. we think food and meat grows on trees it doesn't no Nobody understands where well, it comes from. Well, everything's at the palm of your hand. You yeah. pick up your phone, you've got everything. You can order food, you can order water, you can order sweets. They're all snowflakey. Yeah. Snowflakes cannot be hunter-gatherers. Yeah. It's not going to work. Most of them are vegan. Look what, they're going to hunt? Down. A plant? We went to a wood spot last year, year before, and we were sat there, and it me, I was like, I'm getting a KFC, and you went, shut up, you can't get a KFC in woods. And I like, yeah, there's a road there. It was two minutes away, and I ordered a KFC to the woods. Yeah. Right, that's how easy it is nowadays. Yeah. If I can order a KFC to the woods, right, to the nearest address or road or anything like that, right, that just shows how easy life is for us. Yeah, right, everything is there in the palm of your hand. You pick up your phone, you have access to absolutely anything. You can buy anything, you can get anything, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You can ring anyone you want to, it don't matter where they are in the world, you've got contact. Yeah, you delete that from. People's people's way of life. You delete computers, electricity, and everything like that. How's the cooking? You don't get a clue. The thing is, though, I watched um, what show right now that Naked and Afraid. Yeah, and there were a lass in it who were vegan, right? And she kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off eating because there were no plants to forage. No. They pretty much found what they could find. Yeah. So it was down at meat. There were eel and stuff like that. Yeah. And rabbit or whatever, and she kept refusing to eat. I'm not kidding you. She looked like she was going to die any yeah. second, right? And in the end, she gave up and ate it. There, there comes a light. There comes to a point where there's got to be a line drawn yeah. where you, you say, do you know what? Enough's enough. I'm yeah. going to eat. It's survival over, what's the word? It's not prerogative, is it? It's um, like religion in a sense. It becomes Beliefs. a point where it's survival takes over everything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Fight or flight sort of scenario yeah yeah you've just got to do it you either survive or you don't yeah. and that choice is basically down to you yeah right even those like we say probably 90 percent of the world 99 percent of the world would die you never know there could be those people who just spark up they're like right i'm gonna do this 
I don't care what happens, I'm doing it. I mean, you get people. I was watching someone on telly before. I think it might be Sleds Go Dating. There was a guy on it. He brushed his teeth every time he had a meal. I mean, come on, you're getting ridiculous now. Yeah. I mean, what the people in this world nowadays, they're just so strange. That's it. Like, brushing the teeth every meal, eating only plants, right? I get it, all right, that's your belief, but come on, man. Do you know what I mean? We're, we're meant, we're the food chain for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? You ought to be a cow, go sit in a field. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Your body's not made to break down the cellulose, what is it, the cellulose in the plants? It's like we're on the back of the other week, we're on the back cows and four stomachs because that's all they eat is grass. Yeah. They need four stomachs. Is it four stomachs or is it two? Four, I think it is. I think it's four. To digest that. So they're specifically made, right, to do that. We're not. We have one stomach. Yeah. Supposed to have a balance of either. That's why you get really bad wind yeah. or stomach stomach pains, I, and you've I got to have certain supplements. I don't eat veg. No. Not to the best, anyways. Not like That's many what I mean. People, you're, but... you're a vegan, but meat style. Meat style, yeah. I'm just carnivore, <laughs> yeah. 100%. But I do eat as much as I can, even though I don't like the taste of it. I eat it because I know I have to do. Yeah. There's no other way around it, especially the older you get, the more you need it. Yeah. You know, so if me, a person who hates veg, the taste of it, the texture of it, it's not the fact that I think, oh, I'm hurting the vegetables. I hate it. It physically makes me sick, feel yeah. sick. If I can do it for my health and the benefit of myself, why can vegans not eat a bit of meat to help yeah. themselves out? Yeah. Right? If you put a vegan in a survival scenario in the UK, the UK shuts down. There's no power. There's nothing. We've been invaded. There's a zombie apocalypse. Whatever you want to call it. Vegans ain't surviving, mate. No, no. What have we got? I know. We don't have any wild edibles, really, do we? No. Not many. You know? Yeah. And even at that, I'm the a vegan. Is... I know all the stuff I can eat. Go on, then. What mushrooms can you eat? What can't you eat? I only know the ones I can eat, right? So if you can't What is it you can them... eat? Well, it's ones in packaging shop. I yeah. ain't going to work, That's... mate, in a survival scenario. Oh, tell you what, guys. This stove is it's melting. Boiling, isn't it? It's red hot. But yeah, like... It, right, don't get me wrong. I've watched Clarkson's Farm. It's sad when they're sending him to get slaughtered there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Even he starts tearing up. I yeah. get it. I totally get it. It's not nice. Yeah. Right? But what if you were to go have to go kill your own food yeah. and butcher it? Yeah. But that's, that's the right way to do it. But you can't say it's cruel. That's, that's why you've got so many people, I suppose, that are vegans or are against these pescatarians or anything nowadays is because they're not taught. Yeah, it's not a way of life anymore. I mean, when I, my granddad was a slaughterman, my mum says, right? Unfortunately, I didn't get to meet him very well. I was pretty young, but he was a slaughterman. So in my family, especially my aunties and stuff like that, they were normal to them because mm. they understood it in a sense. Because I've no doubt he told them straight, this is why and this is it, right? And it's like having chickens. You put chickens in your garden and tell your kids, go get the eggs. Why? Because we're having them. It's a basic understanding of what we do. Yeah. Do you know I, mean, I mean, would you go up to a shark and say you shouldn't be eating that fish? No. No, because it's a food chain. Exactly. So I get it. If it's unethical, the way they're treating the animals, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. But it doesn't mean you have to stop eating meat. No. I mean, I understand the battery hens and stuff like that. That's wrong. Oh, it's yeah. wrong. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, of course it is. I, I totally understand that. But do you know what it is, though, don't you? It's supply and demand. Supply and demand. The, they're cutting corners yeah. and making it quick, like in herds, just electrocuting yeah. them or whatever, because they've got a supply. That's it. But it's all like those people it's hard to explain like I say it's one of those scenarios where those people the ones who you're gonna, not going to survive with that kind of scenario in a Rambo scenario Swiss Family Robinson scenario, scenario they're not going to survive they're out they're out of their running sort of thing those are the kind of people that 
you do not want you don't want to kind of depend on them as a group no you know what i mean if you've got someone who eats a bit of everything or if meat's your only option because let's be honest in a in a real world scenario meat's going to be your main source of food yeah even if it's fish yeah do you know what i mean if you're going for fish at least for the first year your meat is the only way you're going to get about it because you need to find a location to survive and live. Yeah. You need to farm it. You need to get a plot ready. You need to plant everything, wait for it to grow, get it right. You've got 12 months there. And if you don't move, mate, like Red Dawn, you're constantly moving. You yeah. can't set up a civilization like that. I can shoot a deer and carry that with me, though. Yeah. I can or a rabbit or, or a, a rabbit squirrel. Or a squirrel or anything like that or a dog, cat. I don't care. In a survival situation, it's all getting eaten. Yeah. So... Back to the situation with Rambo, I suppose, is that's where he was missing out. Yeah. You don't know the lay of the land. You've got no way to hunt properly. I mean, you can do snares. He just put his knife on a stick, didn't he? And he speared a pig. Yeah. But... That's the way to do it, I suppose. But have yeah. you seen them pigs? They move fast, mate. Yeah. And they're nasty. And he put himself in danger as well, because not only that, he was stood in a tree, which is a height. Yeah. We, we all know fall at height is one of the worst yeah. leading like yeah. accidents at work. Yeah. Right. Or slip and trip. Yeah. He jumped from a tree with a knife on a, on a stick to spear a hog. If that had turned around, it could have killed him straight I, away. It'd have been major, but you're like, ha, yeah. Look down. It's been stuck in my gooch. Pig's just laughing at me. <laughs> yeah. Police come like, I found you now. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, just walking around squat jogging with knife hanging out of my yeah. That's what I mean. That's all it takes a mistake. Yeah. It's like when you watch Bear Grylls and he's legging it down. He goes, right, we need to get down this hill. This is how we're going to do it. And he's re running, jetting down a big hill that's like that. And it's like... And you think, idiot. Absolutely. You could have just died yeah. instantly. That's it. There's just no need. You've got to weigh up the pros and cons of everything. Yeah. Weigh up the pros and cons. If I'd have been Rambo, I'm sorry, but I wouldn't have been waiting in that wooden. I'd have been gone. Yeah. I'd have just kept going and going and going. I'd have gone going straight, going. straight in at woods, led him in at woods. Double backed, gone on that road, took a cop car and just gone. Yeah. Definitely. Gone. He took that car. Why don't you just drive off? It's called flanking. Yeah. It? Double back and flank him. But he took that army vehicle. I'd have done one. Yeah. Just gone there and yeah. then. But it were it were too like hell bent on revenge. Yeah. You you could have got hundred mile off there. Yeah. Yeah, you could. So yeah. Well that were an interesting one, I will agree. Yeah. So yeah. Let us let us know your thoughts in the comments. Yeah, definitely. Because as I say, we're bushcrafters, we settle, as you said. Those who don't settle, who are a bit more travelly campy, let us know how you think you'd survive. Mm. You know, do you think you could put yourself in that scenario and actually survive? Especially in today's scenarios, because nowadays you've got everything to land. Like yeah. we said before, even if there were a nuclear explosion, you'd still find cutlery yeah. and you've got people carving spoons. Yeah. Now, I get no, having the knowledge, that's fair enough, yeah. but you don't need it. No. So you've got everything to land. Yeah. If the world went to shit you'd better find certain things to survive with yeah and let us know what you think you'd do like in the swiss family robinson scenario with your family because i mean every family's different every kid's different you know yeah. what i mean yeah, yeah. do you think your kids would buck up and become a survival tool in a sense because every person becomes a survival tool in my eyes yeah. on that scenario or do you reckon you'd end up just burying them <laughs> <laughs> eating them they're a lost thing yeah do you Not know vegan I mean? anymore yeah we just started the Facebook um, page as well, A Word in the Woods. So drop us a follow on there. Comment all your things. Give us some ideas. Just let us know what you want to hear on the future podcasts and stuff because that's yeah, the yeah. platform now. Get some interaction going with yeah. us. And, Let's get a nice you know, community we'll built. Get a community and, going. And get talking amongst yourselves about the things 
that people don't talk about in the camping scenario. Let's have it where it's an open book, no questions, a silly question, only a silly answer. That's it. That's, That's the way one. we roll. There's yep. no such thing as a silly question, just a silly answer. Yeah. So, yeah, peace like, out, guys. Like, share, subscribe. Peace out.